If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everybody, welcome to Druid Fox Tarot. This is the Virgo reading for November 2020. Uh, if you'd like to see the visuals for this reading, head over to Instagram at Druid Fox Tarot. You can see all these beautiful cards that I'm using today. The Tarot of the Divine. Love this deck. Uh, feels particularly good for this time of year. Um, let's see what we've got for Virgo. Virgo reading for November 2020. Thank you guys for joining me on this little podcast adventure. I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. Man, the Empress is just coming out a lot. The Empress is coming out a lot today. Um, we're getting the sense of uh, about to give birth to some life-changing thing. Now, this could actually mean giving birth. Uh, but the Empress's abundance in creation, right? This is, this is, she is about to release something new into the world. Uh, so you're on this point right now of creating something new, something this world has never seen. High Priestess also coming out. Um, three of Coins came out upside down. And you know what? I'm going to leave. I don't usually read reversals. But this feels to me like a, a message that I need to get to. Um, Ten of Cups. Let's see what else we can get. A couple more, please, for Virgo. A couple more, please, for Virgo. If you love... Oh, that one. Okay. If you love tarot decks and you haven't checked this out yet, this deck out, please check it out. It is amazing and the stories the myths and things that were picked to go with these different um you know the different cards are they add just another level they're so insightful and give such depth to the readings um bottom of the deck the energy is queen of wands so that's also kind of this idea of um it's creation but it's knowing um it's knowing where to channel what you've received, right? So queens are the energy of receiving. So you're receiving creativity, you're receiving abundance, and you know where to direct it. You know which um, time and which fields to plant your different uh, projects in so that what needs to grow, what they need to grow, the right light, the right soil, um, that will be where you put your different, you know, projects or where you direct to different people. Um, this is a creative director. This is somebody who can see the big picture, can see the whole farm, can see all the fields and knows where to plant things in direct energy. Okay. So that's what you have underlying. Uh, also the Knight of Cups. So, 
some love offers coming in, but you're feeling defensive about it. Nine of Wands underneath that. So maybe that's a separate issue um, that you need to work out, Hermit. Okay. Um, so what we have here, High Priestess, the Empress, the Ten of Cups. Now the Three of Coins is reversed. And the Three of Coins to me is always the, the collaboration card. Um, in the original Rider weight, it's the monk, the architect, and the stonemason. And you need all three of those people to build a church, right? Uh, you need the expertise from all three of those people to build something bigger than yourself. Um, you don't need to collaborate with anybody right now. And I think that fits uh, the Virgo and kind of where we're at as far as Virgo energy. Um, it's time and it's, you know, Virgos will hibernate whenever they want to. Um, it's just kind of their nature. But I feel like this winter um, is definitely a season of hibernation for you. Um, you're going to be very hesitant to collaborate on things. And I think that's good because there's a sense of um, people trying to take your power in that it won't be a fair partnership. It'll be you in all your creative and intellectual glory and these other two entities kind of siphoning off of that. So if you can avoid any kind of collaborative projects, uh, try to avoid that because the Empress and the High Priestess um, give way to the Ten of Cups now. The Ten of Cups is usually very, um, it's like the happily ever after card, right? Emotionally fulfilling um, relationship. Like it's usually like a couple with a family happily ever after. For me, what this feels like and what I've been 10, the energy that I've been getting with this card is not so much like a happily ever after in a partnership. It's more healing generational emotional trauma okay so things that your parents brought with them uh, from their parents and things that they passed on to you that are this kind of line of generational trauma um, that's been slowly healing and it's gotten to you and you're there for that kind of last it feels very ancestral. You're kind of there for that last um, healing so that you can move from um, this generational trauma into generational healing. Everybody that comes after you, um, and not just necessarily uh, your blood family, but your chosen family or in your field. Uh, this feels very much like a career reading, so this could just be in whatever organization you work in, the hierarchy of it, boss after boss after boss has kind of carried a toxic relationship and a toxic environment. And it gets to you and you're like, this is this will no longer stand. And from you on, the, the environment is healed or healing, uh, that you're not passing on this institutional trauma uh, further. Okay. The high priestess is that arcane knowledge, but it's also, she, the, the high priestess is in the traditional, uh, you know, writer weight has the Torah in her lap and it's open, it's unscrolled. Um, in this one, it's Sherazadi and the thousand tales and she's got a book. So there's always more to learn. And the high priestess is 
kind of that master of intuition, that master of, of you know, the depths and layers. Um, but she's always learning. So there's this idea that your intuition, your spiritual practice, your um, ancestral guidance, there's always more to learn. And you have to be open to that. The high priestess is never finished learning. Okay. And that's what's going to help you heal this. Um, institutional trauma is not a word I've used before, but it feels right because you've got that, you know, generational trauma. Um, this institutional trauma, you know, it, it feels like something that's kind of baked into the, the founding of the company. Um, it also could be like if you're thinking about maybe your state or your community or this country, there's trauma built into the history of this country. There's trauma built into the history of institutions, uh, colleges, religious institutions, the government. Um, there's, there's trauma built in that and we've kind of been slowly, slowly, slowly trying to reconcile and rectify that trauma. And when it gets to you in your capacity to do this work, um, is when the trauma is healed or like it's like something flips and we go okay from this point on this is the way that we move forward and we're we're resolving the issues of the past now let me flip over these three cards that came up face down the queen of coins yep that's you Queen of Cups, lots of healing here, so good. Eight of Swords, now you might feel anxious about this, you might feel trapped. Um, don't feel like once this, if you're in an institution, if you're in a city or community, um, if this is a family trauma, um, don't feel as though you need to stay, that you're trapped there because you helped fix it. You can fix it and release it. Um, you can, and it's not even like, what I'm understanding is it's not even like, uh, it's only fixing it in the sense that you understand with the Queen of Wands where to direct this this creative and inspired output right? You're not responsible for coming up with all the ideas or coming up with all the healing processes. You just know where to direct them. Uh, and once you do that, don't be afraid to walk away, to leave them with that structure and, and release yourself. Queen of coins, queen of cups, um, you know, you are with, especially with this queen of wands, with the Empress and the High Priestess, there's a lot of this receptive and fluid energy happening. Um, and I don't want you to feel all caught up in, I don't deserve to be receiving this money, receiving these positive emotions and accolades, receiving this creative energy. Don't get caught up in that because you do. You are the hermit. Um you are the light on the hill. People are catching up to you. Um, and that's, that's, you know, you're there to be that beacon. You don't have to do anything. You just sit there on your hill with your knowledge and your learning and your, and your 
you know, it's like catch up, keep up. These people are catching up to you. They're keeping up to you. And once you, that's going to be a new feeling for you, I think, because your whole life, people haven't been able to catch up to you. People haven't been able to keep up with you. And in this new situation, um, there is a sense of these strong women or, you know, receptive energy, you know, I mean, you can say divine feminine, these energies that people have, they are keeping up, they are catching up and you can direct them out into the world. Okay. And don't feel caught up about that. That's going to be a hard feeling for you. You have a lot of, um, you know, demands that you want people to um, come to enlightenment in a certain way. And this is telling you that people are going to come to the enlightenment. They're going to come to the mountain in their own way. Um, but that's okay. And, and you can direct that energy and release it into this new healing environment. Okay. I think that's maybe the issue here is that there's a sense of not being able to control people. They're not going to do it specifically the way you want it. When you plant stuff, you can't make things. I mean, you can, you can lay out the rows, right? You can, you can put, plant the seeds in specific places, but you can't control how they grow. And that's okay. You're just going to have to let that happen. And I know that can be difficult for Virgo sometimes, but it'll be okay. Um, and so that's kind of the eight of swords where you just need to know that your guidance has, um, planted people in the right place and planted organizations in the right place and let them fulfill that, um, you know, institutional healing and emotional healing, generational healing, um, that you've directed. It's not going to look exactly like how you want it to, but you, you will, the results that you want will be achieved, right? The 10 of cups, um, you just have to maybe not be so stubborn about how they get there. (laughs) All right, Virgo, thank you so much for joining me, um, in this reading. Uh, again, you can find all the images over on Instagram um, at Druid Fox Tarot, and you can message me over there if you have any questions. Uh, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you guys soon.